Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Tonight, Panorama focuses on the terrace gangs who follow one small second division club, Millwall, in London's Dockland. And that is involved, including in our film, language you don't usually hear on television. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtung Millwall. So here we are, it is Prorac Stadium, Chesterfield, yet another long trip up North First Hall for the visit of Millwall to Chesterfield today. Another excellent Lions turnout on the way in. Must be numbering in the 500, 600s. Possibly more difficult to tell from where I'm sitting, listeners. So welcome, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Millwall. My name is Nick Hart, you are in Derbyshire for the visit of the Lions to the Parrack Stadium, Chesterfield, which is about to kick off. Away we go, an unchanged Lions side attacking the home end of the first half. Early Lions attack, I think Chesterfield won their last home game 7-1. So uh, we've got to be a little bit wary of them today, listeners. The dreaded drummer at the home end, I believe that's called the south end of this stadium, it's quite a nice little stadium actually, in a kind of a Tesco superstore kind of way, it's got two um, straightforward ends, straight uh, straight roofing and two curved roof terraces to either side, it's, it's not unpleasant, um, lovely pies, lovely peppered pies listeners, that makes any difference to you. So in goal for the Lions today, we've got Jordan Archer across the back line. I can see Mark Beavers, Byron Webster, Sean Cummins and Shane Ferguson. The controversial Shane Ferguson, probably seven grand a week wage demands, allegedly reported on the net. True or not, who knows? Here comes Chesterfield, one on Waffling. All across the middle there. In the middle we've got um, Aidan O'Brien on the left, Sean Williams in the middle, Jimmy Abdu on the right, Jed Wallace up front. Of course, Steve Morrison and Lee Gregory. Three minutes gone, they come Chesterfield on the attack, ball in the middle area, headed clear. Falls to their midfield on the edge of the area, plays it wide right. Ginger-headed winger, pumps it in, that's going to be too long over the head of the goal to the derision of the Lions fans. Chesterfield on the attack. Forward wide, wide left, ball across the middle box, cleared, last ditch by Beavers, ball up in the air still. There's a bit of holding by Williams on their forward there, lucky to get away with that I fear. And punty cleared by Aidan O'Brien. It's end-to-end stuff, listeners, from the from the off here. It's headed back to the uh, Chesterfield goalkeeper. It's all go. It's all go. Six minutes into the game. Today is, of course, uh, Shane Ferguson's last day of his loan period. 
a word on the street being that he's been looking to uh, sign for Millwall on seven, or he's looking for £7,000 a week from someone, not necessarily Millwall. Um, is he worth £7,000 a week, listeners? That's a question I struggle with, I'm honest. He's a useful winger. He certainly made a difference to us, but he's not the best winger I've ever seen. And I dare say, not the best bloke you've ever seen. Whether it's worth £7,000, whether he's the man whose crosses will win us the goals to get us up and out of this division or into the playoff zone, is the £64,000 or the £7,000 a week question. Chesterfield free kick into the mill box. It's bubbled up high and brought Jordan Archer takes comfort. About seven minutes gone in the game. Gregory another break on the right-hand side of the penalty area. It's blocked. That's going to go for a mill corner. First corner of the game to Millwall. In comes that corner, deep. It's near post. That was close. It was like headed off the bar there, was it? It's over the, over the top from uh, defective from Steve Morrison. Another corner, Millwall. Left-hand side. Possible hit the bar. So far away, I can't tell you for sure, listeners. Corner coming in from the left-hand side, deep. The goalkeeper takes quite comfortably that time. Eight minutes gone. Bit of pressure from the Lions early on here. Picked up well by Cummins. Go back on the attack from that clearance. Clummins punts it forwards. Nodded on. Gregory on the left-hand side. I think the tails are up for the Lions at the moment. There's been a lot of talk on the website. There's then ball into the box there. That's going to go to no one. No one there. I've uh, three, a win today and we move into the top six. So it's, um, it's not exactly a turning point of the season yet. But these are the games that you really want to be picking up points from. So big game. Big game ahead. First corner of the game for uh, Chesterfield. Coming up for 10 minutes gone. Defensive header backwards by Mark Beavers concede the corner. Moving their yellow strip. Quite a nice yellow strip with these uh, white and blue stripe down the uh, right-hand side. Chesterfield today playing in blue shirts. Old-fashioned Millwall blue shirts with trimmings of red. Ball into the box now from the corner. It's on the line. Oh, that was a chance. Far post. Nice angle corner. Chance for the... Chesterfield 9, Chesterfield 4, excuse me. That was close. Chesterfield under the management of Danny Wilson, of course, um, having sacked Dean Holdsworth after beating us, actually, um, back at the Den, back in September, I think it was, wasn't it? Um, they beat us 2-0, and then shortly after that, Holdsworth was gone, and in has come Danny Wilson, who seems to be doing a decent job. They've um, Their last home win was 7-1 over... Shrewsbury, so quite a feat of scoring there. Let's hope they don't repeat that. They've looked quite dangerous so far in the game. There's a pass the ball around well on the edge of the mill penalty area, cleared by the mill defence. 12 minutes into the game, Chesterfield back on the attack again, just trying to get some space to get the ball into the mill box. Is the five in front of the uh, mill penalty area? It's probably about 25 yards out. Move the ball quite nicely across our back line to no avail yet. They're going to shoot. They shoot from distance. It's on target. Oh! Close, wide battle yard, wide and left-hand side of the post there, shot from the five, just outside the middle penalty area. Dangerous-looking player, listeners. Twelve minutes gone. Chesterfield looked like a decent team. They're passing the ball around nicely, come down the left there now. Ball to the byline, ball into the middle box, it's over the heads of everyone. But they look like a fairly decent passing side so far. I think we need to be on our A game today to have a chance here. They come against the ginger winger on the left, is finding space inside the middle penalty area. That was the nine shot on goal on target. Jordan Archer takes well, conceding a little bit too much space to Chesterfield just on the edge of our penalty area for, for comfort at the moment. And they don't really know where the goal is, so it's a worrying few minutes here. 15 minutes of the game gone. Huge amount of space being conceded. This is number nine. Here he comes on the attack. Got a winger overlapping him on the right hand side, ball in the box. Ooh. Open chance to the nine in front of the middle goal. 
Should have done better there. Another chance for a goal for Chesterfield. 16 minutes in, we're under a bit of the cosh here. Another contrast in approach. Mill still, uh, Lee Gregory almost in the goalkeeper there. Mill relentlessly direct, pumping the ball long forward, looking for Gregory, looking for Morrison. Chesterfield, yet another side that seem to like to pass the ball. And when they do, they look quite good. Yet again, another contrast in approach between us and uh, many, many of our opponents, it's got to be said, in this, in this division this season. Overlapping run down on the left-hand side, it's going to be a corner. Chesterfield on the right-hand side as I look, left-hand as they attack. They're looking dangerous at the moment. There's a few, crucial, crucial few minutes for Mill to survive. 17 minutes gone, so actually I make, make that 77 minutes, 77 crucial minutes for us to survive. Taken short by Chesterfield, got space on the edge of the Mill penalty area. Good line, Brand lines up for a shot, it's over the bar, thankfully over the bar. Neil Harris reported to be looking for alternative targets if Ferguson does leave us after today's game, which uh, one would hope he would be. Speaking to news then he says, again, nothing's changed at Aaron. We'd like to keep the boy, Ferguson. Um, it's down to Newcastle, who's representative to strike a deal to enable Shane to come. I'm, I'm quite strong in my stance, is Harris, but I need to see, to see some progress with it. And if not, well, we'll have to find somebody else, won't we? Seven grand a week does seem strong, I've got to say. Uh, 28 grand a month. How many nurses is that? How many? It's quite a lot. That's per annum. That's about 12 nurses per annum, isn't it? I know that's not the contrast, you mate. Chesterfield on the attack again. That's blocked well by Mark Beavers. Coming down the right-hand side, the number 11. Looking dangerous. Approaching the 20th minute of the game. There's been a lot of pressure from Chesterfield since the opening minutes. Williams concedes a free kick. Left-hand side, about halfway inside the middle half. There'll be an opportunity for Chesterfield to pump the ball into our box. We're looking a little bit ragged at times. They look quite quite slick by comparison. And we're just looking a little bit, again, yet again, one-dimensional. How many times are we going to have to say that this season? Ball bobbing around inside the middle. Penalty has a shot over the bar there from the five. Another shot on, um, over, well over target, but another shot from the five. 21 minutes. 21 minutes gone. There's Morrison on Mill on the break now. First shot opportunity for a little while. She's do anything. Morrison's pass goes awry. About halfway through the first half, we've been well under the cosh in the last 15 minutes or so, I would say. We've not really looked like creating anything going forwards, but as ever, with this direct approach, you never know. One ball forwards can find Gregory or Morrison in space, and that's all we seem to be looking for. Here's the situation. Look, Gregory's offside. He's offside. Chesterfield 5, he's playing in the midfield, looks like quite a classy looking player, I don't know what his name is. Nice twist and turn there in midfield, almost won some space for them. Looks like quite a decent, decent player, I've got to say. Here comes Chesterfield on the break now, having a midfield breakdown, it's almost hit the stanchion. I thought that was in for them. Thought for one full minute that was in the net, it's the stanchion on the side, nice break for the 11. Opportunity for Chesterfield from the poor pass in the midfield by Millwall. Here comes Chesterfield from distance, a five-shot goal, 1-0. That was Bill English nurse, that five has been dangerous all game. Shooting from distance, he's looked apart each time he's done it. That was a shot from just outside the Deans to the bottom right-hand side of the mill, goal, 1-0 to Chesterfield. 24 minutes of the game gone. Only ourselves to blame, giving Chesterfield far too much time and space in midfield. Our passing across the middle has been poor. And that five looks like a dangerous player. No one's picking him up. That was, he had time and space to pick his spot, and he did so. Savvy Morrissey, apparently. So Chesterfield reaps some reward for that pressure. They've had a lot of pressure in this opening 
25 minutes and they've won the goal here comes O'Brien down the middle what can he do he's weaving what can he do distance shot is blocked that's going to go for a middle corner from the right hand side nice work by O'Brien trying to work some space shot blocked gone for a corner so a middle corner on the right hand side into the near post flicked on across the box picked up on the far left now by Steve Morrison Deep back in, claiming a handball. I don't think we'll get that. We'll struggle to. Hard to see from this distance. Going to be Millwall throw. About halfway inside the Chesterfield half. Ball into the box by Ferguson. Headed on goal. By Wannicks! Who's there? Beavers! O'Brien! O'Brien! Wannicks! Ball in from Ferguson. Headed home by Aiden O'Brien. 26 minutes gone. Millwall. First chance of the game. First opportunity of the game. Out of nowhere. Nicely headed goal by Aiden O'Brien. One all. Football, eh? Funny old game. We've not had a sniff for the whole of the first half, and then we pulled out an equaliser from a long ball in the box and a semi diving header by Aiden O'Brien. Nicely put away. I think the goalkeeper got touched to it, but in the net it went. Well, if I was a fair minded observer, which I'm not, of course, not fair minded observer at all, I'd say that was. Uh, that was against the run of play. But as is, we'll take anything we can get. Chesterfield now coming down the left-hand side. So look, the right-hand side is our attack. Ball in the middle box. Bubbles up. Shot on goal taken well by Joel Narger. Shot on goal by the 10 inside the middle penalty area, but taken well on the line by Joel Narger. It's opened up the game now, really opened up. So mill free kick just inside the centre circle. About 30 minutes gone. Sean Williams looking to put the ball forwards. That unexpected equaliser has raised the spirits of the Lions travelling support. We're a little bit under the weather prior to that. Well, Wallace has been quiet in this game so far, but Lee Gregory speaking to the news at Den midweek has hailed the impact he's had on our squad. I do like Jed Wallace, very fast right-sided winger. I'm just going to stay with it while Chesterfield are on the attack here. They're going to put a cross in. It's going to come into danger. It's Beavers. Gets a header to it and O'Brien punts it clear. So Gregory says that Jed's a good player, very direct. So you know when he gets the ball, he's going to be running with it and be putting balls into the box. Aiden O'Brien dispossessed on the other side of the pitch there, on the, on the left-hand side. Dindredded ring on the left-hand side, ball in the middle box across the face. And Cummings puts it behind for Chesterfield corner. 33rd minute again, going to be a corner now to Chesterfield from the left-hand side as we look. They look like a fairly useful outfit. I think we need to be very wary of them today. They've cl they can clearly score goals. Their five looks a dangerous, dangerous player. And they pass the ball around well. Here comes that corner into the near post. It's across the middle box. Williams have another um, odd clearance. Straight back into danger. And Webster now finds Wallace and runs it down the line. They look a useful outfit coming forward. Placed 18th, I think, in the division as, as we go into today's game. They don't look like an 18th place side on this showing so far. Williams is so slow sometimes. He just watched the ball roll in front of him. Thankfully, Abdu was there to pick it up. But really a, a quicker thinking, quicker acting player than Williams. Should have taken control of that situation. And as it is, he's wandering around looking a little bit sluggish. And you can hear the criticisms of the middle fans behind me. Chesterfield again, down the right-hand side. 
working the ball around, finding space well, in all fairness to them. They've been given a lot of time and space just outside that box. They seem to be a team that are comfortable with the football. This is the five, the goal scorer. Over onto the left-hand side now. A lot of time, not a ball, a lot of space. In comes the cross, deep. That's going to run on, run on, run on. No. Eleven's picked it up over by the corner flag in front of me, and he gives it to Aidan O'Brien, which hopefully puts it straight back into problems. It's the ginger. 28 is the, is, is the five now, just on the edge of the penalty area. Ball clipped into the box. It's going to go for a corner. A little bit of panic stations. Defending there by Millwall. They're making us look a little bit leaden-footed, I must say, at the moment. All right, it's one all. They look more fleet-footed, more quick-thinking, more more speed, speedy of movement. If that's such an expression. I don't think it is such an expression. More speedy of movement. Maybe I should go back to grammar classes, learn my own language. Here comes a corner from the right-hand side, clips into the box, headed down the nine. Looks like a pe penalty shout there. I've seen those given. Abdul has clipped in with a 16 there, I think. I think we've got away with that. Ball from the edge of the box there, deflected. Oh, that was shot from the edge, edge, deflected off the mill player. Just wide of the left, right-hand post. Lucky break there, because I think Jordan Arsenal was committed to going the opposite direction. It took a wicked deflection there. It's going to be a corner. Chesterfield, number 10's going to take. 38 minutes on the clock. Another chance for Chesterfield to get the ball into the middle box. Floating in again, far post. Taken nicely by Jordan Arsenal from the nod down. No danger there. Lucky break earlier, our listeners. Lucky break as we approach the 40th minute of the game. Millwall still looking rather ragged by comparison with Chesterfield. Their winger there, right-hand side wing-up sandwich between Ferguson and Sean Williams. I think they need one of Neil Harris's livening up speeches at half-time because we've looked well off, the, well off the pace in this half, really. We are lucky to be at one all. Dangerous-looking ball down the middle, right-hand side. The wingers come down the right, ball into the near post. Cleared back, back to the ginger winger by Beavers, and Williams will bring it away. Frustrating people, footballers, and they? Ferguson had clear time and space there to control the ball. So he's left, he managed to drag it over the byline for a conceded throw-in in a dangerous position when we were looking to clear our lines. Only was seven grand a week for that, listeners. I'm banging on about it a little bit too much. Sorry about that. Chesterfield back on the attack as the half approaches the 45th minute. It'll be a bit of injury time with that knocks around do. They're passing the ball backwards and forwards across our area. That's going to go out for a throw-in on the left-hand side. But they, they spray the ball back and forth. It'd be nice to get through to half-time at one all. Ball now to the ginger uh, right-sided winger, number 12. Back of concentration by the middle defence. Gives the ball back to the ginger by. There's the five. Space and time, not a passing ball. Again, just get a sense that something's impending. That's a block shot goes through to Jordan Archer in goal. Taken with a plomb. There is half time, one all, not the best Millwall performance you'll ever will have seen. But we're lucky to get through to half time overall, one each. Um, Equalising goal slightly against the runner plays, but a lot of pressure from Chesterfield in that first half. They look like a good, decent pass inside. They've looked dangerous when they've had it outside of their penalty and they've one, worked one or two good chances to score. So I think we've got to call one all a result for Millwall at half time. Hopefully, Neil Harris will get the um, midfield and defence G'd up in that dressing room because they've looked quite sluggish on the balance of that first half showing. I'm going to be right back. Achtung, Mailball. Some Millwall news from 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. The week, speaking to the news at Den on January the 20th, Neil Harris uh, said that the Mill squad, the Mill players, give him everything in every single game. Uh, praising their work ethic here, saying the players are dead on their feet after every match. Now, whether that's necessarily a good thing, whether it has any purpose or not, is another matter. But certainly, Harris is praising the, the effort and the work ethic of the side. Now, picking up on a point, we won't have to face any more league games away from home on a Tuesday night now. We've got one more, um, the JPT uh, final, area final against Oxford, of course, but no more uh, Tuesday night matches away from home is what they're claiming as a, a possible bonus in recovery terms. So, uh, whether that will be or not, I don't know really. Um, Tuesday nights at the den aren't exactly a, a bastion, are they? So, um, who can say? But Harris is saying that could be crucial given the recovery periods involved and the high work rate that he asked for from his players. He's picked out two first choice midfielders, Jimmy Abdul and Sean Williams, after last weekend's 3 1 win over Port Vale, saying they typify the ethos that he and his management team have been trying to create this season. Um, he says of Williams, he has had to get used to a different tactical requirement this campaign. Our two central midfielders work tirelessly, Harris says. Jimmy gets the attention sometimes because he covers the ground quickly. Sean doesn't cover the ground as quickly, but he still covers the ground. Um, I'm going to let that, I'm going to repeat that actually. Sean doesn't cover the ground as quickly, but he still covers the ground. So, I mean, that, that argument could run for me if I was out there, listeners, because I wouldn't be covering it very quickly, but I guarantee I would cover that ground. But, so that puts me and Sean Williams on a par, effectively, doesn't it? Williams is a ball-playing midfielder, Harris says, and I'm asking every week to try and add to his game by doing what he's not naturally been taught to over the years. He wants to play with the ball at his feet, and sometimes we don't play with that. We don't play with it hardly ever, Neil. We get the ball forwards, and we go and pick up second balls, and he's learning every single week. Sean and my whole squad, they leave nothing on that pitch. Well, be that as it may, we've looked quite ragged in that first half, so um, we, the, the learning is, is, is certainly uh, taking its time, let's put it that way. Um, hopefully we can see an improvement 
prudent in the second half. Jed Wallace is enjoying his time at Millwall. He says, he says of the dressing room, it's a very tight-knit group, very tight-knit dressing room. There are a lot of local lads, there are a lot of English lads in there, and obviously Jimmy Abdu. <laughs> a lot of English lads and obviously Jimmy Abdu, who's not English. But he's been here a long time, so he's nearly English. It's a good change of room and a good place to play my football, says Jed. Let's hope we can get a, a deal done for him. So, although he's been quiet in this game, I, I think when he does turn it on, he looks a very quick and very fast attacking winger. Speaking of our style, Wallace says it's ideal for him. The ball goes up front and Gregor and Steve Morrison want to get it in, want to get it to the wide players and in, in a 1v1s and get crosses in. That was the case last Sunday v Paul Vale. Every team has a different style of play. At Wolves it was a bit more intricate, whereas here I know I'm getting at the fullback and crossing it in and there's going to be two people in the box in Morrow and Greggs that are very capable of getting on the end of it. So no intricacy down here, Wallace, Jed Wallace, that's for sure. Intricacy is not the Bermondsey way, mate. Another story here, um, which the news of Dens picked up on, is Neil Harris praising his scoring trio. That's Aidan O'Brien, Lee Gregory and Steve Morris, all of whom are in double figures as January turns. Um, now, generally speaking, I did a little bit of research for the show and also for the magazine. That as a rule, generally speaking, if you have three players in double figures, you're scoring the number of goals that will probably imply a promotion season. Now, the last one where we had three in double figures was the 2009-2010 playoff season with um, Jason Price, Steve Morrison himself and Neil Harris that season all in uh, with a combined 49 goals all in double figures so um, as a marker it's, it's not all it don't always work out that way I've looked in other seasons where it doesn't work out that way so let's not be sending you know pinning our hopes too much on that particular statistic but as a general rule of thumb it's good news that's for sure some of a shortage of tweets to report this week, listeners. I, I can't get past the 11 hottest daughters of football stars. Charlotte Canigio has also has been picked out here, but that's not really of any interest on a radio show, is it? I'm uh, looking for some tweets relating to those games. It's a bit of a, a bit of a wasteland, so I can't really report much in the way of Twitter activity to you, unfortunately. But you should, honestly, you should see Claudia, look, Claudia, Charlotte Canigia. Wow. Have a look at that. Look. Wow. Got one tweet from good old Lions Live Radio. Halftime one each. We've been second best, but hanging in there. That's that pretty much what my assessment to uh, Lions Live Radio. Um, holding on for grim death at times, but holding on nevertheless. Attractive town, Chesterfield, with the old crooked spire on the church, of course. One of those landmarks of England that make you proud to be English. Built a medieval church where the, the church spire seems to have twisted around, I presume, timber settlement over time, but somehow it remains standing. It looks like it's going to topple over at any moment. An absolutely fantastic um, city centre. The walk out to the ground, um, average, you follow the A61 as you walk away from Chesterfield Railway Station. Uh, the ground itself here is set in the, the usual out of town retail park. There's a big Tesco superstore next door, um, and you know, Costa Coffee, Kentucky, you name it, all the usual gang that you've got out of town shopping centres. Quite a nice little ground, I, I, I don't mind it. I mean, I know that there's a that it is de rigueur that you don't like out of town. Um, shopping centre style football grounds but this one is not too bad I think the the addition of the two curved side stands roof side stands adds a little bit of character to it and I, I find it quite an attractive place certainly the um the welcome here has been quite friendly, the steward's been okay, the coppers seem okay, so so far so good on that front. We'd probably get really well really warm if we win and um, I get a little bit cooler if we lose. Achtung, Milball. So away we go with the second half, listeners. Getting cold. Getting cold in Derbyshire now. As the 
Oh, there's a little mistake there. Morrison threw on goal, shot on goal. It's uh, a volley from outside the area. Got taken easy enough by the Chesterfield goalkeeper in the event. So no changes for the Lions at half-time. Let's hope it's a change of attitude, because we've looked well sluggish in that first half. A little bright spark of a shot from uh, Morrison, but there was no real power behind that effort. On ball for all, 1-2. There's Lee Gregor on goal. 2-1, Lee Gregory! 1-2, just inside the penalty area. Gregory slots it home. 2-1, Millwall! Nicely taken goal, Lee Gregory's been criticised for his finishing, I've been criticised for his finishing. I withdraw my previous remarks, members of the jury will disregard everything we've said about Lee Gregory. Slide that home well, 2-1 to the Lions. 47 minutes on the clock, Mill lead it, 2-1. Bloke streaming back from the uh, the bar, missed the goal. Taking too long, having a wee in the, in the, in the gents. Here come the Lions down the right hand side now. Now we're headed on goal by Lee Gregor's over the top of the, of the uh, bar. Well, we asked for a change of attitude and we've got it so far, listeners. Another speedy attack down the side as Jeb Wallace uh, brings the ball into play there. We're headed over the bar by Lee Gregory. Transform, Lions transforms for that first half sluggishness. It's Gregory surging forwards, clip there, no, no free kick. All pass towards all Zayden O'Brien on the right hand side. It's going to be a corner. 16 concedes the corner mill looking a, a different team in the second half. I don't know what they put in their half-time tea. Something to liven them up a little bit, some substance of some sort. Maybe they've gone to some of the chaps to get hold of something just to give them a little bit of pep, a little bit of vim. They've certainly come out a different looking side in the second half. It's going to be Sean Williams taking the corner from the right-hand side. Floated in near the ball. It's on the line. Bubbling around. Pulls the ball, pulls for an eternity. Mark Beavers with a back to goal. Couldn't get a shot on goal. There comes Chesterfield on the break. 28 going down the right hand side. They look a dangerous team when they go forwards. Attacking the uh, defender Ferguson. That's going to be a goal kick. No danger there. Another opportunity there. It was an absolute, be an absolute eternity where everyone said be frozen without being able to turn quickly enough and slam the ball into the net for 3 1. Um, Beavers just couldn't get round to, to, to tuck it away there. Chester will regard themselves as very unlucky to be 2-1 down now after dominating that first half, but that's football. The ball into the box near post, that's cleared well there. Um, Neil have certainly come out of the traps in the second half. They must have had a roasting off of the Neil Harris and David Livermore at half-time for that poor display in the first half. Lucky to be in it, and they've certainly come out and made them pay in the second half, so far at least. So a little chorus of bubbles from uh, the right side of the uh, Chesterfield game. I think they're a little bit disgruntled with the situation, so it's been taking the singing West Ham songs to us. Ball now forwards, trying to seek out the wing on the left-hand side. That's going to go headed away by Mark Beavers. Looks like it's going to go for corner. No, it's collected nicely enough by Williams, I think that is, from this distance. Mill go long, long, long towards Lee Gregory. That's going to go for Mill. throwing just inside. Chesterfield half, they get away with a bit of a push there by Lee Gregory, I think, but we get away with it. Before the game, both managers spoke of the uncompromising nature of the opposition. I think they were doing that uncompromising thing here, uncompromising thing here. Um, certainly Lee Gregory won a, a throw in there, which is slightly against what should have happened, but it's good to see that dimension of his play. It was missing in the first half, it's certainly coming in the second half. There's the 10 over on the left-hand side as they attack. That's going to go for a Millwall throw. 
nicely defended. Defence looks like it's livening itself up a little bit in this second period too. A booming ball forwards are chasing Lee Gregory down. It's going to be a goal uh, corner. Nice work by Lee Gregory. He's long ball forward into the channels. Lee Gregory's working those channels. Gave the, the, the uh, defender a terrible little tussle and he's had to head it out for a corner. That's going to be Sean Williams again to take. Close it in deep towards Byron Webster. I can't get a clean header on it. It's going to go for a goal kick. Webster and a Chesterfield defender down at the moment. It must have taken a clash of heads there. No, he's alright, he's up. It was only his head. He's alright. Another long ball forward seeking out Steve Morrison. Then there's that second ball that uh, Harrison was talking about to use it then. Not offside. Ball back to Morrison now. Ball into the middle. Towards Lee Gregory. Just headed away by the four. Last ditch stand stuff by Chesterfield. Mistake there. Error. It's going to let in Jed Wallace. Does well, does well to win the ball back. There's Cummins, that's going to go for a goal kick. Corner, corner. I thought it was a goal kick. Middle players convinced it was a corner, and the linesman has indeed given it. The slightly florid face lines, looks like he likes to drink that boy. Maybe they've left a little bottle or something in his dressing room. Going to be a middle corner. 56 minutes, 57 minutes. Middle corner, Sean Williams. Opportunity knocks here. What can we do? All floated into the middle towards Byron Webster. It's gone probably around it again. Trying to handball, not given. Chaos. This is Wallace. Plays the ball straight to the path of the 10. It's going to allow a break now for Chesterfield. What can they do? They've been out of the game this second half. Ball forwards are going to go to Nolan. They do cleans it up. And it's going to go back to Archer who punts it clear. We have really raised the pace of their game in this second half. We look quite slow and sluggish in that first half. But we've really raised the, the, the tempo of the second half and I don't think Chesterfield are quite expecting that they, they prefer it slow with their passing style can come into its own but as it is Mill are really moving the ball forwards at pace and working the second ball I don't know if anyone's seen the movie Whiplash it's well worth a watch it's uh, based around a jazz jazz band in the, on one of the eastern coast colleges in the USA um, to, there's, a, there's a tyrannical conductor who's obsessed with tempo and you're either on his tempo, you're not on his tempo. And clearly in that first half, Mill were not on my tempo. But the second half, spot on. Check it out, fantastic movie, Whiplash, about a, a drama and the obsession to achieve greatness and what you're sacrificed to achieve, achieve greatness. It's well worth a watch. I recommend it. Mill on the break now. As Aidan O'Brien cuts inside. Sentry plays it wide. Right, this is Wallace coming down the right-hand side. Floats a ball across, it's Lee Gregory, heads it back across, goal! Morrison can't control it! Opportunity there, clear chance, and Morrison just couldn't bring the ball under control. 61 minutes, Mill pressing for that crucial third goal. Chesterfield not looking so slick in the second half, they're not able to pass the ball with such a plomb, and Mill are breaking up playing, getting the ball forward at speed, and it's really working to our advantage at the moment. They don't look half the side they did in that first 45, listeners. That said, here comes the 11 down the left-hand side. I've not given the commentator's curse here. He's attacking Williams, ball back into the mill box, and that looks like it's going to be cleared, and is cleared. Is Morrison on the halfway line, time and space. Steve Morris as he crosses the centre circle. He's got Gregory making a run through. Angle ball, Greenley, Gregory on the left-hand side. Jed Wallace into the side netting. Side netting. Lee Gregory, sorry. Lee Gregory into the side netting. Close. Lee Gregory's work rate is something to be that's re really picked up on since the second half has started. 
He's really brought himself about. It must be clearly one of the instructions that Harris has been given at half-time to up the work rate generally. He's really put it in, put, he put the effort in since the second half started. Chesterfield just passing the ball around in that first half style again at the moment. Ball across the box, that's way too deep. Goes for a mill, throwing the out on the far side. They seem to have lost a, a spring in their step at the moment. They've, I think they've been a little bit put back by the, uh, by the goal of the second half. They don't quite know how to handle it, they don't quite know what to do to respond. Lions fans really getting behind their side. They sense a victory here. A victory is, in, is possible. We've really, really improved in the second half, but still, work to be done. Chesterfield on the right-hand side, now it's the 20, shoots way over the bar, that's it, the top deck of that low-level stand, the home stand down the far end there. Well, Harris said that the players leave nothing on the pitch, and I think after this second half, they won't be leaving much on the pitch at all. Great effort there by Steve Morrison to win a free kick on the halfway line. In the tackle, drawing out, drawing the foul, winning the free kick for Millwall. Opportunity now for Byron Webster to get the ball forwards to Morrison and to Gregory. That's headed on by Steve Morrison. That's going to go for a goal kick. So now it's Chesterfield's turn to look a little bit ragged. A little bit of passing movement there went well wrong. They just passed it straight out of play on the right-hand side as I look from the away end. So they're starting to um, come apart the seams a little bit. First half, I thought they looked quite good, but second half, no. They've, they've looked quite... Um, raggedy in certain recent minutes anyway halfway through the second half Millwall certainly looking at a, a transformed side just a little bit of a niggling worry that we're making chances and not taking them and, and Chesterfield are not out of this completely yet they've certainly not looked the side they did in that first half ball through beat everyone there fraddled through the Mill defence but, but Jordan Archer takes it on the goal line there comfortably as it turns out there's Wallace finds Abdul on the right hand side Wallace again Abdul one-twos between those two players. Wallace can't get his cross in. Cummins now. Beautiful back heel is Wallace. Shoots over the bar. Opportunity for Jed Wallace to get a, get a, a strike on goal there, but too high in the event. A few um, requests as to what's happened to the post-match conversations that I do normally. Um, difficult on away games, to be absolutely honest with you listeners. Um, long, long away day to go away, then to do the editing. It's quite difficult to find someone to actually do any comment with on the away games particularly. Less so with the home games, and they will be making a return next week after the uh, crew home game, isn't it? Um, but for the away games and for last week's Paul Vale game when uh, we had a home game, but of course it was working day next day, it's all a little bit tight, so um, do bear with me. I do try and make the show the best that I can for you all, but um, sometimes practicalities get in the way. And it's just me and my, my, my microphone. Nice one too, is Steve Morrison. Lifts over, there's Aiden O'Brien inside the Chesterfield box, he checks. Wanted a second too long, LeGregor was in front, wanting. Opportunity missed there by Aiden O'Brien. Chesterfield on the attack here, 70th minute, shot on goal. One hand is saved by Jordan Archer. Looked like he, he couldn't quite control it. He's rolling back towards goal, but picked up neatly enough in the end. The home fans thought there was a goal on there for a moment, but in the event, Archer stood firm. So I'm going to get a bit cold, listeners. The, the cold is starting to gnaw in. The Derbyshire wind is whipping in. In comes that long, deep cross. It's headed clear by Millwall. Gregory's chasing. They've done a lot of work in the second half. Does well to get to that ball. Does very, very well. On a run there down the uh, left-hand side. He's got O'Brien cutting inside. He's clipped. Referee doesn't give a free kick, how not? Why not? 
fantastic run there by Lee Gregory. Ferguson's not doing his case for seven grand a week contract. Any good there? That was, a, that was a, an aimless ball across the middle of the park, straight into danger. So I'm not sure what's going through his head. Maybe he's a little bit of a mixed-up kid at the moment. I don't know. Drawn a little bit of internet flack for these um, reported demands. Um, whether that's agent talk, whether he actually is looking for that, that sum, I don't know. Um, he's a decent player. I like him. And I think it'll be a useful addition to our squad. I'm not sure he's worth that kind of dough, though. What do you think, listeners? You tell me. I don't think so. The drums kicked off again, as you can hear. They must be sensing something here. Ball overlapping there. Ball into the box. Across the middle box. Went nowhere. It's going to be a cold kick. Goal kick. Not a cold kick. A goal kick. 854 for the Lions in that 7,000 crowd. That's a good turnout. Chesterfield coming down the right-hand side now. Pass the ball was across into the box. There's a bullet header on goal. Saved well by Joel Narcher. Fantastic save, Joel Narcher. About Ten minutes of the game to go. The 80th minute. You can see it's a call about like a fantastic save from this distance. Hard to tell. Maybe the replays you'll see on YouTube will give you more of a sense of that. But it looked like a bullet header from close range. Saved well by an instinctive save by Vulture. Take, Archery takes the ball well there on the corner as well. Done very, very well there. Jordan Archer. Little pressing forwards now. Third goal will kill him. Little throw about halfway inside the, the Chesterfield half. This is Upson. Over on the left-hand side. Done well. Dribbles his way through. He's trying to push towards the corner flag. The 12 is on him. It bobbles through. This is Morrison now. Ball in the box. It's off the crossbar. Off the underside of the crossbar. How lucky was that? One of Morrison's little jinky little runs onto the edge of the six-yard box. He flicked it through. Seemed to come off the goalkeeper onto the underside of the crossbar and been caught by that goalkeeper. 83rd minute of the game. Mill very unlucky not to go 3-1 up there, listeners. Last five minutes of the game, listeners. Mill holding out well at the moment. Controlling the game, rather, really, rather than holding out. That implies we've been under some pressure. Chester have not looked half the side they did in the first half. They pressed forwards at times in the second half, but with a, a kind of a sense of desperation, whereas in the first half they looked quite a controlled side. We've, we've actually worked this, this second half quite well. Been unlucky not to get a couple of chances ourselves and uh, make it and put beyond doubt. Nice pressing by Jed Wallace and Steve Morrison. Now they win the ball back from Millwall. This is Lee Gregory just out, about halfway inside the Chesterfield half. The effort has been relentless in this second half. You, you can um, criticise them for the first half show. Second half, much, much better. Work rate, work effort, you name it, it's been there. Just as I said that, they gave the ball away. Why do we do this, listeners? Here's a seven now. Going forwards into Mill territory. Pressing down the left-hand side. Cummins gets in his way. That's going to go for a Chesterfield throw-in. Morrison hoofs it forward, trying to find Lee Gregory, set him a, a task that a Greyhound would struggle with there, but um, we ran it well, ran it well. And you can hear the applause. And there you can hear his song as well. You know you've made it, Mill, when you get your own song. Lee Gregory leaving the pitch. Fantastic second half performance by Lee Gregory. Um, a contender for man of the match with Jordan Archer, I think. Again, Lee Gregory, I think I named him man of the match last time around, didn't I? A fantastic second half effort, scorer of the uh, second goal, puts us in front as we speak, he's being replaced by Fred. 87 minutes, Morrison chasing the goalkeeper down well, that almost falls something there. The quality of the pressing in the second half has probably been key for me. We didn't do that in the first half, we have done it in the second half, we've looked a much better side for it. Four minutes extra time. I just said that mate, four minutes extra time. Chesterfield. As we're into the final few minutes of the game, they probably don't have many options open to them. But here they are on the left-hand side. 
17 from distance. Block shot blocked. Well done, Millwall. Morrison chases down, wins the throw in, buys us time, buys us precious breathing space. So Millwall throw, about halfway inside the Chesterfield half. The Chesterfield fans streaming for the exits at the moment, I think they've seen enough. Jill Archer punts the ball forwards from the dead ball, trying to find ups and as Fred nods it back. Not really contributed much in these couple of minutes, Fred. A little bit of a lightweight of a passenger here comes Chesterfield 10 passes it wide right looking to work some space here's the 16 on the halfway line they're not really finding any space for a cross still got possession just outside the middle penalty area no free kick there here comes Fred on the break what can he do to try and do something Fred he crosses the halfway line he runs straight into a tackle Fred Fred you're doing my head in Now, for reasons that are beyond me, I seem to have missed recording the actual final whistle after all of that show. I can only apologise to you listeners, so I'm going to try and do my best to fake it um, on the Sunday morning after the event. I'm, I'm sure this is going to sound really realistic. Uh, this piece is being recorded separately. Let's see if you can tell the difference. Oh, there it is. Final whistle from the Proax Stadium. We will win it by two goals to one, thanks to a first-off goal from... Aidan O'Brien and a second half very well taken finish from Lee Gregory. That's everything from Achtung Millwall for this week. And we're going to be back next week for the home game and the home visit of Crew Alexandra. Thank you for listening, listeners all around the world, rocking all over the world. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My name is Nick Carr. Oh, there, you couldn't tell the difference at all, could you? Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.